If you want to view paradise Fuck what you heard. Straight out of Compton. <laughs> Movie soundtracks, ladies and gentlemen. Movie soundtracks, indeed. Today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is, in fact... Movie soundtracks. Yes. Okay, so we're making this a series in its own. So... I guess so. Yeah. This would be movie soundtracks one. Uh, yeah, it's around, it's round one, I guess. Because we could categorize this any way we can, but the way that we're going to do it is soundtracks by what I mean with soundtrack it's not scores nothing that's like uh, composed for the sake of the music but just like a, like an album where it has like various artists from like I don't you know, know just for example um, Baby Driver Ooh. Right. has a bunch of different right. artists so yeah so it has like a you know a plethora of like different artists having to feature their songs like in certain parts of the movies and they're able to like put that into like an album like an official soundtrack album or whatnot but really talking about it like there's so many different categories of soundtracks yeah like you could say like uh something like grease which is like a broadway or musical you know something by john williams Right, that's going more into scores. Going more into scores, but it's yeah. still a movie soundtrack. Jurassic Park. Right. You know, stuff like that. Fucking Tron. Yeah. You know, some teases. Some little teases. There's a there. bunch of dope movie soundtracks, and we figured, you know, like we could rant all day. Yeah. About Quentin Tarantino's soundtracks. Right. But we we don't want to take the lowest hanging fruit here. Legendary. We want to make yeah. it a little more challenging. Yeah, for it's a, yeah. It would be too easy if we just say like, oh, I like the whole soundtrack for uh, Pulp Fiction or Kill Bill or anything. If anything, like that. that the Quentin Tarantino albums probably deserve its own episode in the yeah. series of go. soundtracks. Which it will. So. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and welcome back. We got the Oktoberfest season going on, and we just popped open the Unta. Why are you going to say it like that? <laughs> I don't know how to say it, bro. Unita? Unita? Unta. 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 Unta Brewing Co. Pumpkin ale. Sorry. Ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. All kinds of spice. Ooh, coming from Unita Brewing Company, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yo, I already took a swig of this. It's pretty bomb. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. So they it tells nice you the little, little, like the little stats of like how much hops, how they much. Have a little malt. meter for that. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers colors. to the craft, man. Let's get a sip on this. There you go. Cheers. Let's get a sip on this. Cheers. cheers to the craft. To the craft. And to uh, many score and movie soundtrack people. Sure. Gosh, you know, I tried to get Sergio really diverse on this. I said, Serge, 
we're doing a lot of movie stuff. We're doing a lot of TV stuff. We need to do something that's more music related. And he threw this curveball at me. And I couldn't say no. It's a hybrid. (laughs) Because it's both. You know? Um, Last week we talked about horror video video games. games. And that shit was pretty cool. We had uh, our friends Django and Crow. Shout out to them. Shout out to them for doing that episode. Super fun fucking episode. And I can't wait to do this one because this one was actually postponed. So we could have our main man on again. Here he is. Dennis. Dennis. A.K.A. What's up, everybody? Well, I mean, thanks for having me again. It was right. it was a lot of fun last time. Yeah, I had a good time, drank some good beer, played some beats. Unfortunately, I couldn't bring my little SP today, yeah. but you, you brought know, the live beats. I, I brought beatbox. I, I brought uh, churros this time. Oh you know? yeah, so, we got some churros. Yeah, so from the homies could enjoy. So hey, man, maybe they could sponsor us. That'd be cool. I don't see why not. I just want to say too on the churros. Uh, believe it or not, they're actually vegan. You oh know, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no animals were hurt. They, the taste, they like taste like the Disneyland real deal, right? quality. <laughs> she, and also the too. small ones at Alvera Street. You know the little stringy trees. Oh yeah, yeah, Alvera Street. They have that same crispiness too. I made it with love yeah. these two hands right here. Oh really? Yeah. Made with love. A lot of love. And no COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right COVID, here, no COVID, COVID free, on that. COVID yeah. free. But uh. Man, we just this is the kind of beer that you just sip and talk on, huh? Yeah, this is a good one. It's a nice light one. Uh, how many, what is percent percentage on this? Uh, I'm guessing it's like sweet. All right, let's just pour them. It's like science. I love this. Basically, it is science, you know, having to craft you gotta beer. You got to swirl a little bit at the end and then you dump it. Mm, is that the trick? Yeah, that's the trick, bro. Uh-huh. You swirl a little bit at the end and you just fucking dump that shit. It's like, oh yeah. It's like a dark amber color. Leave a little bit at the end, and then swirl it, and then just dump that bitch in there. We're gonna taste all the manufacturing right here. Bam. The craft. The craft. There it is. You see that little, little caramel swirl, little yeah, malty nice. swirl. The craft. Um, gotta talk about the label real quick. Nice little pumpkin on the front, made with matte. Like postcard paper, it's really, it's really cool. Huh. Yo, look at the yeah, color of that beer, man. It's right. beautiful. That. It's a nice amber pumpkin-y. Yeah. Little darker than amber. Yeah, a little darker than that actually. It's a little orange. Salt Lake City, Utah, on this one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Winter Brewing Co. U I N. T-A. Sorry for butchering that. Yeah, we but, don't know uh, what it was. We can't find the percentage on this. Let me see. I gotta check it out. Let me use my untapped app. Use my fucking superpowers. Oh, look at that. What it says on the, the label. Yeah. Forget the map. Pack the Unita. <laughs> look at that, dude. You're gonna get yeah, super lost with this shit right here. Don't be trashy. Recycle this bottle. I like that. They're making a nice recycling statement. Yeah. It's a 5.0. I kind of figured that. 5.0? Yeah. Yeah. I was either I, saying... It, gonna, it was going to be low. Yeah. 5.0 or 5 point, like 2 or 3 or something like that. But hey, it hits the spot. It does. This is an ale to tell tales. Tales of the old and tales of new. Spooky Soundtracks. Class. <laughs> Soundtrack to the ear and to the lobe all over the globe. This guy. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm getting poetic tonight, baby. So you're tasting, so you're tasting a little pumpkin here. Oh yeah, lots of pumpkin. Lots of pumpkin. It's like notes of it. I mean, it's a pumpkin now. Notes of pumpkin. Notes of um, I want to say some malt malt flavors. Yeah. Uh, not as much hops as you would think. Yeah, I definitely get that malt for sure. It's an easy drinker, you yeah. know. We're doing Oktoberfest, but we had to pick this one up because, you know. Yeah, they're really getting on their little meter here. This is also seasonal, so we want to throw yeah. that one in. But it has a little chart that you were saying earlier underneath, yeah. and it says, like, hops, probably, like, yeah. 10%. I would say, yeah, it's pretty malt, accurate. 20% or one-fourth, actually. That's, like, one-fourth of it or yeah. one-third of it is malt. And then body is like light to full. I say it's more in the more on the full side. Yeah. The color is, I think, a little more dark. But for body, I guess yeah, the body is a little lighter. You know, that's it's an easy sipper. Yeah. At least I know what they're selling. That's cool. I like it. I, I like that. Yeah. I like, I like it. Thing. You like it? I'm digging it, man. It's a good beer, dude. I'm almost like to the bottom already. Look, there's a north, east, west, and south. There's like a compass engraved on the glass uh, itself. So that's what, what they're the saying. We didn't need the map. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I get that now. <laughs> I wonder if you could like hold it and it actually becomes a compass. It becomes a compass. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. I mean, hire after, us for marketing. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Drinking like a pack of this, you'll probably see it yeah. moving. Um, <laughs> dude, let's get this fucking episode started. So, right. I mean, this is really an introduction, and I think we kind of just have to weave our way through this episode and kind of figure out what kind of soundtracks we're we're gonna talk about it depends here. Depends on your selection. I, I mean, have a good selection. look, I have some selections. I mean, they're not too old. They're not too new. It could be just one. It could be just one. We usually like to do... A couple. Top two. Top two, I guess. Hit the effects. Uh, And you guys got that reverb. We got that top two. Top two. Top two. Top two. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, rest in peace, rest man. In peace. Holy... Dude, yeah. we were celebrating him hard, weren't we? Oh, yeah. We, we were, were watching some dope <laughs> videos on YouTube and stuff, grilling out. We were just seeing Imagine. how good of a uh, guitar player he is. We were just man. like, dude, imagine living one year of that guy's life <laughs> in his prime. <laughs> in his prime, imagine. How many, how many years of your life would you trade for that? Um, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> All 30 of Damn. them. I, I, to me, it's just like, a, it kind of reminds me of like a Hendrix, you know, yeah. like pretty much that guitar was a yeah. the extension of him. And he lived to be 65. Oh, That's crazy. Yo, he looked good. Yeah. Which For 65. Weird. He looked really healthy. Yeah, he just, he looked healthy. Yeah. And he had cancer. A little so, you strange. Know. Yeah. But yeah, rest in peace, Eddie. Rest in peace, so, man. Dennis, you were telling me on the phone earlier, man, you, you kind of had some soundtracks on your mind. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to ask you straight up what they are, yeah. but I kind of want you to tease us in the audience when I ask you what genre of movie is your soundtrack from. Well, I mean, if you want me to, you know, start it off with the the first soundtrack, I mean, I, I, I kind of... What is the genre of the movie of that soundtrack? So... Let me preface the the soundtrack. Let Please, me preface it. by all, right. all means. So I mean, this soundtrack. I mean, yeah. everybody's heard it. Uh, and I, I actually want to give a disclaimer. 
check this out. I've actually never seen these movies at like the soundtrack. So I just yeah, want to let but, people know I'm not really a big movie cat. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's like they're dope, but I just always had a hard time just sitting there watching a movie. But if if I did, one thing that's always gonna pop out for me is music. Like if the movie had some dope music, for sure, I'm I'm going to stay a little bit more uh, tentative to to watch the movie. But you know, but the good thing is uh, um, over the course of time, I, I still had the the opportunity to listen to these soundtracks and. The first one in particular, um, like I mentioned earlier, man, everybody's heard these um, personally, like from experience. Like I've heard it like um, in my dad's whip a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad is actually a big disco fan. So, bam, there, that answers okay. your question. So, I think I know. Okay. Yeah, it's a, I think I know. Yeah. So, it, uh, you know, I, I would hear it on the radio a lot. I remember in uh, school, I listened to a lot of, um, like, uh, what's those things called? Pep rallies. Some right. of the tracks would be teasered in there. Oh. Even, uh, like, at a, an adult age, uh, when I go to different clubs and stuff like that, they're always going to be popping in this you're soundtrack. They're going to be throwing it in there, be, you in know, the mix. Just scratching it in there, you know, so. Um, what's your guess, Serge? He said disco, so the only thing that I'm thinking is Saturday. Saturday night fever. <laughs> I'm like nightlife. We and got it. Yo, for the me Bee personally, Bee Gees, man. But my favorite cut from the from that album is yeah. the Yvonne Ellingman track, the If I Can't Have You, I Don't Want Nobody, Baby. Can't have you. Oh, oh. Yo, that dude, that track. You know, you, you listen to that shit. You know, you're thinking about that special somebody. You know, you're just like, damn, I don't want nobody else. You know, I just, I just want you, girl. Damn, you know, like. If I can't have you. <laughs> so, but That's you know, you, song. Serge, uh, you you mentioned the Bee Gees, and of yeah. course, like their tracks. Man, I still, I think you know, for for disco, hate it or love it. I feel like those tracks are, are are pretty monumental. Right. I feel they're universal. Um, you know, I mentioned my pops was really into uh, disco and 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 that soundtrack. Pretty in sure all our parents were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's just it's one of those like albums that it's it speaks to anybody uh, no matter what language you speak. It's you know? just a trip because some people in that time were like, "Oh, disco sucks. Fuck disco." There was like a big like war against rock and roll and disco. Yeah. Right. But I know my dad went to go see fucking Ozzy Osbourne, right you know, and fucking went to go clubbing and went to go disco. Dude, so he was sick. like, you know, yeah. like Best he did both, both you know? Yeah. So that was kind of, that was kind of like Serge's dad too. Like yeah, same, same kind of vibe, you know, they were always thing. rolling together. So yeah. I'm pretty sure your dad was the same. Oh huh? yeah, definitely. Yeah. My pops, uh, you know, that, that was, uh, the music from his era and, uh, yeah, it, that, that era he, he really got stuck on and, you know, there's other disco albums that he put me on. And to be honest, at the time when I was listening to that shit, I was like, man, I want to listen to this shit. The fuck? You know, I was like, you know, a young kid. But um, I feel thankful that I was being, like, introduced to that. And I feel like, at you know, I, I would probably listen to it somewhere else. But it's, it's kind of, I get that uh, nostalgia yeah. feeling because right. of, you know, that's what my pops, you know, he, he had a little truck, a little Tacoma, and his, had the little uh-huh. tape. So he popped into the tape deck. And we just dope. yeah, and we would just listen. Tape decks. Yeah, man, <laughs> we would just go forth and back on each side and, and listen to the tracks. And but for sure, the the first side with the you know you, you know staying alive, uh, how deep is your love? You know. Um, yeah. How deep is your love? That. 
<laughs> more than a woman. More than a woman is beautiful. The yeah. Yvonne Element track, you know that that one, like, but as a kid, like that one, that's I was good, dude. That is a great fucking pick, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I always gravitate. A really good pick. I always gravitate to that song. I and it's it's really crazy because um, when I was in Seattle, um, I was actually um, you know like uh, the previous show we were mentioning. I'm a crate digger, and I was uh, I saw that 45, and man, I was just so happy. Like, man, look, I got this fucking 45 Yvonne Element track, and that one's always on rotation. It's just it's a good. You know, um, say if you're playing something a little bit hype and you kind of want to bring down the mood, you know, you want to get a track that's like really reminiscent. Uh, that that one's gonna do it. And, you know, as far as her, I you know I I, I try to like look up some albums of her and yeah, yeah. Th- they're cool, but that track in particular is gonna stand out. And so then, so uh-huh. this was like all these tracks were like 1977, 1978. Yeah, and. It was recorded 1975 through 1977. It was released in 77. Right. And uh, Bill Oaks was a music supervisor. That's what his title was. But what I was just looking at right now, because it's pretty similar. Well, not similar, but same actor is in one of the albums of my choice. Ah, shit. Wait, what? Yeah, same actor from Saturday Night Fever. That's a good segue right there. Uh, John Travolta, the man Ooh. himself. From what? <laughs> Fucking Grease Lightning, motherfucker. Ooh. Okay. I we agree not to do that. Dude, but no, but this is the thing. I was sitting at work the other day, and the secretary loves playing like like Kiss FM or Coast 103.5, right? Yeah, and they yeah. play all that stuff. Dude, to this day, all those songs from that soundtrack are still played on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, they are. So after like that thought came across my mind, I was like, dude, I have to mention this. Like this is fucking like one of the I was gonna be so pissed soundtracks if he chose, uh Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no, no, this is <laughs> nah, I was gonna stab you in this fucking pen. With the Stranger Things pen? Well the Stranger Things in that is this fucking movie made a shitload of money. It's it's fucking epic. It's John Travolta. I just prime. And his prime and you know what? Olivia Newton-John, Jesus, you know? I got chills! I heard that one today, and I was like, oh my Beautiful. God. I feel you like, know? Uh, you know how I mentioned I'm not really a movie dude. Uh, I, like, I know that song for sure. I just Frankie I Valley's in it, bro. Shit. <laughs> Who? <You know? laughs> and Frankie Avalon. Wait, what's other tracks oh, on really? that? What other tracks uh, coming out? Beauty School Dropout. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, There's also... Uh, tell me more, tell me more. Oh, that's right. And then there's... Um, um, you know, that epic one where they both sing about the summer? Summer loving. Oh, that's right. Holy shit. Yes. Oh, when they see... Oh, oh yeah. When they come from... Uh, meet each other back to school. And then there's... Grease lightning. Dun, 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 that whole bit in the garage. Yeah. Go grease lightning. Oh, 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 would you? Because <laughs> no. It, what I mentioned and you mentioned has John Travolta. Um, do you do you feel like the grease one is like more popular? I mean, they're both. He pop. was yeah. a musical motherfucker. But I feel like the the Saturday Night Fever one. It, I don't know. It, it, like the grooves on it was just more. Yeah. It, it was that. Motherfucker knew time. how to dance. Yeah. 
knew how to dance. Like you said before. But he started watching it, and then I had to go somewhere. But then I was just like, wow, the lighting is so good in this movie. Like, it looks so cool. Like, I like the lighting. And yeah. then he was like, getting ready. You're like, some some shit like that. And then I was like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> oh, gotta go. Dude, well, this beer is kicking. I love it. And not it's to nice take away uh, from Greece, because, you know, that's what that's what oh, you're yeah. talking about. And so for Greece... Uh, it's cool. It's uh, in the same thread. <laughs> yeah, but for Greece, uh, do you feel like it was a good movie? Like, when you watched it? I think Wait, that your... was a successful way to bring theater to the screen. Right. Like. What do you mean by that? Like that was kind of they made it they made it like a musical and they made it so it could be repeated so other people could make it if they wanted to, on oh, wow. stages and stuff like that. It's a musical. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah, they did a cool. great transition of that shit. Yeah. Of like the 1950s, bro. Of like the race and everything like that. And a lot of a yeah. lot of it was filmed right here in the fucking L.A. Riverbed, bro. With that scene where they're fucking racing the cars. Oh, that yeah, was L.A. See, Riverbed, yeah, bro. Yeah, part of it was filmed in, uh, well, at least the parts where they were in the track and fields. That yeah. was filmed in uh, Excelsior. Mm-hmm. Right here in freaking... Um, Excelsior High School? Excelsior Wait, Norwalk? School. Yeah, right here in Norwalk. Oh, yeah, shit. bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and they also... Yeah. 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 They also right filmed... Right here, bro. They also... <laughs> California, bro. This is what we do. That's they also uh, filmed hey, Once man. Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, mm-hmm. there, too. Like, that little whole studio uh, segment of it. And Fresh Prince. And but Fresh uh, Prince. Uh, aside from that... <laughs> um, yeah, that's honestly... I wasn't going to talk about it, but after hearing it on the radio, it was a sign. He's like, ah, I gotta talk about it. Like, dude, it's... <laughs> and then, what do you know? When you go to karaoke, what are the first songs they pick? Oh, yeah. Not those. <laughs> Not okay. those. The Red Hot Chili Peppers? Exactly. Something <laughs> normal like that, yeah. But you listen, a lot of girls do pick Grease, bro. They're singing Summer Love and they're doing a duet with their boyfriends. I wish I knew the lyrics. I wish I did too. That's crazy. It's that it's that last ending part that's really hard. It's so so nights. <laughs> you just broke at least like <laughs> somebody's window. Thank somebody's you. car window. Oh shit. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's the summer nights, bro. So that's grease lightning for you. Yes. Slap at it. Should I watch Slap the movie? It. Grease? Yes. Yeah. You never seen Grease? Never, brother. <laughs> oh my god. You should watch it. Talk okay. to your talk to your girl and be like, hey, have you ever seen Grease? She's like, oh my god, I fucking love oh, Grease. Nah, yeah, yeah no, we we had the, the conversation. The, in the Grease past. talk? The Grease. <laughs> you always gotta have that Grease talk though. It's the notebook talk. The Grease talk. Duh. And then oh, some other no fucking book. movie. It's Chicago. It's those fucking musicals right there. It's Chicago. It's nine. Oh, it's bro, all hairspray. 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 <laughs> hairspray. Hairspray. That's another Jackson <laughs> Walter movie. Fuck. Right. What the fuck? This motherfucker is a musical motherfucker, bro. You never thought John Travolta, when you see him in Pulp Fiction, oh, yeah, this guy looks insane. I think that's why he like, picked him because he hasn't been in movies in a while. And then Tarantino picked him because, like, you know, he he, he has the moves. He has Weird the little moves. tidbit. Should I go yeah. into this? Did I go into this before? What? About John Travolta when he, when he first met Quentin Tarantino. Oh, go ahead. I want to hear about this. This is kind of weird. Okay, this is a sidetrack, guys. This is total sidecar. Sidecar! Everyone take a drink. Sidecar. Sidecar. Wait, did he look at his feet? John Travolta, when he first met Quentin Tarantino, basically, he was invited over somewhere, and I think it was his house, man. And he invited him over his house, and he had a Welcome Back Cotter board game. What? <laughs> er, it was like a board game of John Travolta, like one of his movies. And he had him go through, and every time he landed on a spot, he would ask him, be like, hey, 
can you um say the line from the movie? Or like <laughs> what? Isn't that strange? <laughs> but hey know. man, he has a method. There's he's a method director. He's a method man. I guess he is. He's he was fucking He does But he was he was making him say lines from Welcome Back Cotter and Grease. Yeah. And like just different shit that he's done in the past. And like as part of his audition for Pulp Fiction. Whoa. Yeah. And then after that he was like, All right, you got the job. Alright, you got the job. Holy shit, right? Jesus. I like how he just like gets legends like that, you know, like people. Fucking that, legendary. Yeah, I like mean, he got Bruce Willis. Don't make got, me get back into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Robert De Niro. He got. But uh, yeah, that was the sidecar. <laughs> so back to the main car. Main car. Uh, I want to talk about a little movie that has an ins- excellent selection of music, and it really throws a lot of the vibes, especially like '80s vibe or you know, just very cool vibes. <laughs> I'm talking about 2011 movie Drive. Drive. This motherfucker loves Drive. I like Drive. I should have known better. I like Drive. Motherfucker should have known better. <laughs> um, I mean, if anyone has ever seen that movie, you just like get blown into like the LA area, and he's driving around. He's trying to. He's a getaway driver, and you hear music, and it's like sort of like like a clock, like ticking, like. You know, it's kind of like and it was just the like time. yeah, and it's just like the yeah, and it's like made art. Of, it's made by like a band, and I think it's called the Chromatics, or I think that's the name of the song. But it just like really throws you in there, and then after that whole getaway like intro goes, it goes into the title, and the whole title screen, it's like I mean, if you haven't played GTA Five, where they have like a little handwritten credits and all that. And you have the shots of the city, and then it has like a. It's almost like the. Ah, what was that one track from GTA 5? Which, there's a lot of tracks. It was the main track. one for the trailer. Los Santos, welcome to Los Santos. Yo, that song is dope. Yeah. Yo, yeah, the it was Alchemist a, and Oh No were on that. Yeah, it was. Um, wow, what's it called? Yeah. A lot of EDM artists did that. Yeah, Harry. When the when the club update came. Right. That shit was dope. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, it had that feel. And it just had like a lot of, uh, a lot of popish type of music. And I really like it because it just went with like the, with the movie. Because initially, how like the movie was going to be made, um, the director, he signed on to it. And then he, he wasn't sure how he was going to make it. And then it wasn't until, like, Ryan Gosling got in a car with him. And then he went in the car. And then he started playing, like, different music. There's literally and then a he song saw, called like, Tick of the Clock. There you go. Yeah, that one's written by Johnny Jewel. Performed by the Chromatics. There you go. Yeah. Yo, but I was interested in what you're saying right now. Sergio, yeah. like, the... So he's tuning yeah, on the so, radio. Yeah, he's turning on the radio. Okay. And then he says, like, I got it. This movie's about this guy that basically drives around like he's a hollywood stunt driver he moonlights as a uh as a getaway driver but he listens to like you know like tracks or basically the tracks are like um non-diegetic he can't hear it but it just sets in the mood for the film and stuff you know and a lot of it's just like very 80s like and just very like you know just sets in like um almost like a fantastical element to it 
Because it's almost like a fairy tale. It's like the 80s neon. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, just like in the movie, like, there's a lot of lights that just really pop out. Yeah. And you just get that vibe and you're just like, oh. But, yeah, like, the one that pops to me is, like, the the title sequence where he's just like around the whole city and he's able to like he's going around I think that one was called Night Call yeah yeah that one was written by Vincent Belorgi there you go yeah that's the guy information guy so um thank you Jamie yeah that's what we do that's how we do it. We're each other's Jamies. <laughs> we're each other's Jamies. Ah, shit. And we're just like, uh, can you take that from me? Because I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, I I listen to the soundtrack like uh, on Spotify. And then, you know, I'm just like driving around the city at night and thinking I'm in that movie. Can I ask you this? What was the first? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. What's up? What was the first movie soundtrack that you bought on album? Like on, on a CD or like a record or... Say it. Say it. I want to hear this. Man, he's always been like, he's always telling me like, I remember you used to have like a Jurassic Park 3 score soundtrack. (laughs) That shit was awesome. (laughs) I was like, in my head, I was like, oh shit, the movie. The fucking dinosaurs. (laughs) We were little when that shit came out, like 12. And I was like, bro, you want the movie soundtrack? He's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's when I was like interested in like uh, scores and stuff, and yeah, and it was crazy. And then they also had like a bonus track where it had like Randy Newman <laughs> from Toy Story, uh-huh. and he made a soundtrack. It's called like Big Hat, Big Boots or something. Oh my god! And they played it like um, during the bar scene in the in the movie. Oh, you know, fucking like, <laughs> Randy Newman on a Jurassic Park movie. Who knew? <laughs> Just about. What about you, man? Um. I would say let me see oh yeah um, when I was uh, crate digging I came across uh, Yellow Submarine from the Beatles oh nice. that's cool yeah and um, yeah that soundtrack is whoo I mean the, everybody knows the Yellow Submarine everybody, track that's that's a daily one but People. man the, the cuts uh, you know after that whoo they're, they're, they're really good um, George Martin you know the what they would say is the fifth beetle um yeah he did an amazing job on that yeah. like just to get to see and here's the funny thing again i haven't seen the movie oh <laughs> but bug out it's, it's one of those things though like it's cool you know i haven't seen the movie but it's like when i hear these soundtracks like it's like i make the my own movie in my head like right. i'm just like you know just listening uh, to everything dude, i'm like it's oh, a trippy shit. movie dude that is one I of bet the it is. That's like movies. psychedelic Beatles like era. That's like one of the trippiest yeah. animations. See, I make yeah, yeah. That's yeah, psychedelic Beatles sure. era. It was like some things that was going on. I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's some blue meanies, huh? Okay. Argentina. Okay. Hitler. Okay. All right. What? What's going on? It was oh, fucking weird. God. Yeah. <laughs> you really know what's crazy is again we're fucking in sync. The first soundtrack that I bought was Across the Universe. The oh, new, shit. The new oh, one. Really? The redone one. Beatles track or yeah. the Beatles movie, right? They did like the... I've seen that shit on Netflix. And U2 was on it. And they had like the actors do... Yeah, they did I Am The Warriors. U2 saying I Am The Warriors, bro. <laughs> and that what, shit... What that scene was do? trippy as fuck, bro. <laughs> it was like, wow, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> I never actually seen that movie. Oh my gosh, yeah. you guys are you guys gotta watch that movie. It's a good it's a actually, good musical. I, I seen that. Yeah. I seen that one. Um, yeah. I was just watching the John Lennon one. Or not John Lennon. 
uh, Elton John. Paul Car- Paul McCarthy. Paul McCooney. McCooney. <laughs> McCoochie. McCoochie. So are we doing a second round of top twos? Um. Yeah. You want to go? Uh, going back to Dennis. Yeah. 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 Hit so. It, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For for my second choice. Uh. Like the, well. Not like the first choice that I had. Uh, I got into it when I was when I was older. Um, so it doesn't really have like that nostalgia factor for me. It doesn't have. Um, but I do remember listening in, in a lot of different scenarios. And I, you know, I just when I was growing up, you know, it, two very big artists uh, that I always just hear is Michael Jackson, Prince. Right. So I'm a very, <laughs> so I'm a very big uh, Michael Jackson fan, Jackson Five. Yeah. But Prince is kind of just was always in the background, you yeah. know. He just, you know, when Doves Cry, you hear that. I was like, oh, all right, cool. That's a cool song. <laughs> to be honest, I really think about it too much, and I don't feel like I, I didn't have a connection to it. Right. And you know, Prince dies, and yeah. you know, and and still like um, listening to the tracks around his death like I still I, I you know I was like well the tracks are they're dope but I, I just don't have you know one of those things where you could you know grasp to it listen to it connect to it yeah you know time goes by and and um, you know my I have an uncle his name is William yeah and his homie just hooked him up with a bunch of records and he was just like yo check this out and in that little little box of uh, records i get a uh, prince's purple rain in there and uh there it is boom prince's purple rain so purple rain. <laughs> and so rain. i don't know what it was like <laughs> I put the record on and you know first track is let's go crazy I'm like, whoa, holy shit. It's just the energy that you get from that record, you know, or from that song. You just, I feel like you get really, really pumped up. And then a couple songs after that, it's kind of on a more mellow feel. But, you know, once you get to When Doves Cry, I'm like, yo, I fucking get it. Like, I really, really get it. So I understand, like, that like on its own as a single song is good but when you listen to the whole record like man it, it just dude that's that's it it's a magical and then time <laughs> you go you go after that my favorite track is uh, uh i would die for you yeah yo that's i would die for you man that's an amazing <laughs> track dude like uh, it just has just that upbeat feel and yeah he's even doing the little shakers with his mouse and that I was like, damn, dude, like, okay. Prince, like, yeah, and you start hearing the little nuances yeah. that Prince is doing in, in the tracks or, or yeah. throughout the whole album. And after that, um, you get Baby, I'm a Star. Whoo, damn, like, you just, there you just go. funk to the next <laughs> level. And, you know, to close it off, you get a Purple Rain, you know. Purple Rain. Yeah. Purple you, you, rain. You, yeah. Get your lighters out. Yeah, you get the lighters, you know. <laughs> you, you get your whatever purple. piece of purple clothing you have. Remember you that start... video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. The deep-ass voice. <laughs> yeah. And so, and and I feel like um, listening to the tracks uh, is it, it, very interesting because there's some elements, this is my opinion, that of the album sounds a little bit outdated. Yeah. 
but there's other aspects I feel like is very uh, relevant. Right. To to music today. Music yeah, music today. music today yeah. as far as uh, um, how you know they they want to look and perceive and and be uh, as an artist, you know. Right. Well, it's like um it's like I mean a lot of those artists gave birth to that, you know, obviously from Queen you know, you got that kind of persona too, and right. Michael Jackson, same thing, bro. Got the showmanship. Prince, also the same thing. Like they all <laughs> the had that shit, bro. That vibe about them, like they didn't fucking give a fuck what people thought about no. them. They, they, they were all bigger than life. Music, if know? anything, you know, they and really like, good. It didn't shows matter because you know what the vibe is. The vibe was is if you act different and you're different nothing's gonna change you're always gonna be different yeah you know and I think that like that same energy though like I feel you that's the same energy that a lot of artists today have but I think in the way that he kind of introduced it to it was kind of like epic like he made it feel like epic yeah. dog like yeah he paved the way you're like it's like epic like when you hear that breakdown bro it's like and, and, and even that uh like it makes you stop you it, know what i'm right. saying the, no one's gonna say shit the, i would die sing along they, everyone's just gonna shut up and yeah you know, let's do it. go yeah, ahead yeah the, the i would die for you track it, it's it's a dance track but it's not your, your typical you know one uh kick on the one and just a boom ka, boom boom ka. it's actually i'm like dude like but you still you get like a an upbeat rhythm yeah. to it and 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 that's the other thing too like you listen to the to the what i what i mentioned earlier there's still aspects that are really relevant to this day mm-hmm. and you get sounds that are are or yeah more or less you get things that are like pushing the envelope uh-huh. mm-hmm. like ideas that like ah oh, you know what like you, you could just tell he wanted to try something different and I feel like it worked for him because I, you could tell in the whole record, you know, the dude was just Bro, being you genuine. You know what that was? Is yeah. the workout videos from the 80s has got, got everyone pumped up. <laughs> I don't know. He brings a different vibe in that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, that ta- shit. Yeah. Just talking about Prince, uh, I was watching Batman the other day. I forgot Prince did the soundtrack for that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know that what's funny? Like, that, that's, so that's, what? Yeah. The, the, the funny thing is, like, Prince fans, just, just what I've heard, they talk about, like, you know, Prince's music before Batman and then Prince's yeah. music after Batman. Like it's an era or something. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like... This is before this, Batman. This was, uh, uh, this was Prince BB before Batman. <laughs> before this the was Batman. Prince B... Uh, error. Ah, fuck, I fucked up the joke. The Purple Rain era and then uh, before Just the Batman. Just cut this, okay? And, and, this and, is the AB... After Batman, <laughs> but and that's the thing too. Like with Prince, yeah. you know, I, I mentioned that when I was younger, I, I feel like I didn't have a connection. Right. And you know, I'm not saying that uh, younger people or, or, or you know even kids themselves, you know, they can't appreciate his music. But yo, Prince is just about you know he he's speaking to the, you know that young adult, that adult that you know yeah. that just with that like um, you know. Like they don't know their sense of uh, sense of the world, and they're trying to find themselves really. That and I will say, like you know, 
Uh, it's he, crazy he, you guys totally vibed on that. Yeah, yeah he, he speaks a, uh, a lot about love, but coming to age. But the the funny thing with yeah. Prince, he was never you know this macho guy. You know, he was right. never this like dude that was like. Hey uh, man, neither was Rick James, but. You know, Rick James, bitch. <laughs> he's, he's never super macho. He's always like the kind of like the the victim in the relationship. Yeah. You know, the shit will happen. He's the sensitive him. one. Yeah, he original was, sad boy. <laughs> Take that, Billy Irish. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why he's, he's relevant to this day because he, he, you know, he he speaks to that kind of. He was sad the first Joji, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, man. Oh my god! And and to me, that um, elements of that is definitely heard uh, within that soundtrack. And again, I haven't seen that movie, but I've heard the record. It's totally cool. <laughs> and uh, in my in my head, I was like, yo, I, I just I just imagine like the pieces, you know, that um, uh, when the songs go, I just kind of just imagine in my head like, oh, it's how like the movie would look like. Right. Right. And it, and it's very that that's very interesting so when you see the movie for the first time you're gonna be like oh whoa <laughs> that's like, not how I imagine that's it that's what I whoa <laughs> whoa yo imagine I'm like yo I'm, I like my version better <laughs> the I version in my it. head Fuck, you should write it down before you watch the movie that's true that's true you, you should probably remake you should probably remake that movie it's like called Purple Rain without even watching Purple Rain <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh make okay. the whole soundtrack for that <laughs> Well, fucking Purple Rain brought the Salad Boy vibe. But I think my next movie... Is the opposite? Brings a fucking... Vibe. And I mentioned it earlier. What? Daft Punk at some of their finest work. Ooh. In Tron. Yes! Tron 2010. Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy, baby. There you go. It was fucking awesome. It was awesome. I'm waiting for a reboot. Or a continuation of that story because I was fucking ready to see that shit. I I think it flopped. Okay, look, it's not about the movie, it's about the soundtrack tonight, dude. All right. (laughs) I definitely agree the soundtrack's way better than the movie itself. Burn. (laughs) That's all I'm gonna say. So, anyways, about the soundtrack. Um, fucking Derez was in that fucking shit. Right. I loved it. And they make an appearance and they totally yeah. look like they belong there. It's right? Like they're totally vibing. They're like, dude. They dude, look dude, like dude, they dude. belong there. Please tell me you've seen Tron Legacy. I've never seen Tron in my life. We're going to give this guy a movie education. I've never heard the soundtrack. I know who Daft Punk is. Yeah, dude. So they did good. the soundtrack yeah. for... Tron Legacy and they have a scene where they're in a club and then the the club owner's like hit it guys <laughs> some along those lines Yo, I just I just know Tron when I when I think of the word there's a character in uh, the Chappelle show named Tron oh it, it was like the Chappelle show Mad Real World Tron there's Tron? a guy Tron did, was he a robot motherfucker no dude <laughs> Cause that's what sure we're talking his, about. That was his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, and you guys gotta check it out. Like Tron. Yeah, but I, I met mean, a I'm... rapper named Tron Legacy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Hey, does he have an Instagram? Yeah. I'll show you Shout right. out to Tron Legacy. There you go. 
But shout out to Daft Punk too, because oh my god, that fucking soundtrack was legit, bro. They literally made that movie like they they did the score too. Mm-hmm. So there's parts where you just hear like heavy sub and like synth, Ooh. just like shit like that bro like really cool like synth just like an overlay of it and it's just like in the movie theater bro that's what with 7.1 surround sound my dude turn that bass up um <laughs> you felt like you were inside of a fucking spaceship let me just put it that way like it felt like whoa like whoa it was just it was just going like you felt the movie you were in the movie now like you're in it you know and even from the beginning the the synth that they use the the sounds and the subs that they're able to the fucking sounds that they're able to get from the speakers bro that's what made the movie they, they were able to fucking pump that shit out and, and of course when they hit the club scene you know it was fucking all bets are off bro they're going hard and then you just see the guy oh fucking play for the people and then the guy just goes you got it like kind of look you know and they totally look like they belong there and they just start turning it out and then a fight scene happens so it's fucking awesome yo I gotta ask you something but before that um, Dave Chappelle play the Tron character but I want to ask you like when you see the the movie do you do you need like that kind of experience as well something like do you need like the speakers to have like that sub bass it's a does lot it better t- if you do that's yeah. what yeah right <laughs> like if you don't have you it does it take away right from the I experience mean, dude it no I mean even then like you, with the regular TV that the, the things that that these guys are able to do with the sound is fucking legit, bro. They push the sound to the limit. They push that shit to the limit. So like a widescreen TV, if you have it up all the way, it won't break the speakers, but it'll sound fucking vital. It That's will like it. shock you. It will like make you feel like shit. Yeah, I'm well, being abducted. That's what it feels like, bro, right? Awesome. Right? Like, it literally, yeah. like, shakes you to your core, bro, because they use, like, badass synth with a lot of sub in it. Uh, you As know, they should. Yeah. yeah, so it's it just sounds like retro, but you know what they also did in that soundtrack? That? Fucking Journey, bro. Oh, yeah. Journey was in the soundtrack. Really? What? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Don't stop believing or what's No, no, no. Uh, no. It was... Love can find you. Oh. Do, 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 do find you. And, and how did it, uh, it fit well with the movie? Or? Oh. That's all you had to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's when he first walks into the 80s retro arcade. Uh-huh. That's where the entrance of the whole story oh, begins. Uh, so, yeah. like, that's like the entrance of the hero's journey. I guess. I mean. It was a hero's journey, and then the hero went back. Fake-ass, younger version of him. The fuck? Yeah. You'll see when you see the movie. I actually want to see this movie, because yeah. I have a pretty killer sub-bass system. In Listen, it. man. And watch this movie. I just want that. Huge. As big as you can, and as loud as you can, because uh, you know it's going to reach your expectations. I could do the loud. I don't know about the huge part, but I could do the loud part. and That's what kind of uh the way you kind of sold it right now right. plug it plug those sps up to your fucking tv dog dude that i have shit a, is, a pretty good uh subsystem there you go the man so now that's yeah, it. i want to check that shit it's out, going dude. down now so but that's my pick man that's my pick for top two because yep. that shit fucking blew me out the water it's gonna be sitting like this like 
Like, you're going to be singing like this. It's like, you know how they do that sound in the beginning of the movie? Like, it's like that the whole movie. THX certified. Not even, bro. That's Dolby Digital Surround Sound 7.1, baby. If you guys lived through the 90s, Dude, if you know I had I'm to hear that, that out loud in a fucking movie theater, I would kill myself. <laughs> that is fucking terrible. We heard that throughout the whole fucking 90s. You don't remember that? THX I'm certified. talking about your version. <laughs> don't. That's do the second time we broke windows. Sorry. We're peeking right now. I'm sorry. Don't tune out, everybody. Hold on to your hats. Hold <laughs> on to your butts. We got the next movie coming up for Sergio's Top Two. Top Two. Oh, shit. So, since you didn't pick this, and I thought you were going to pick this movie, this is a movie that we got for a whole fucking month or two months, we got inspired by this movie because of the soundtrack. And it's because a, of the visuals. It's business. not a Tarantino, is it? It's not a Tarantino. But literally, like, I told you, like, oh, dude, this is a good movie. And then you were like, after you seen it, you were like, dude, that movie was fucking awesome. I was like, we should do our own little short film and we should, like, put music that goes in sync with what people are watching in the movie. And that movie is... Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Baby Driver, dude. <laughs> Um, I'm guessing you it, haven't seen it, but I as know well. I know Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers is on there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, Sky Ferra. I bet you've heard yeah. some of the Sky uh, is bad. The ass. bands some and some bad. of the music on that shit because they do like the uh, original Harlem Shuffle. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, the one so, that Rolling Stones. It's like early on. No, in the, movie. the early on, the, the early, Bob the very first version. The one of, that was made by Bob and Earl. Yeah. Oh, all right, cool, day. cool. Yeah. But it was just, dude, the whole way through, just every single scene goes to the music of right. what he's listening to. Like, just in the very beginning, the yeah. first thing you see is like a wheel just like uh, breaking or stops into frame. And then the music starts like, dun dun, dun dun. And then the music starts, and then everyone just like sinks in. Like, someone opens the door, and then it's a beat. Like, dun 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 and the guys listen and the guys listening to the music in the radio as he's like because he's the getaway driver and he's waiting for everyone to like you know go into the bank do their thing in and the then come back in the little red Mitsubishi Lan- Mitsubishi Mitsubishi not a Mitsubishi yo. wasn't it a Lancer no it was a Subaru WRX oh, yeah it was a that's kind of cool though so a red one uh, both soundtracks yeah it sounds like uh, they're both getaway drivers yeah Oh, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So there's something about getaway drivers that they need their music to fucking drive. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the ultimate that goal, you know? They just need something to sink in with, like, this is my moment. And this is the soundtrack of my life. I don't, I don't want to stray away from the movie you're talking about because it sounds dope. Uh, was yeah. that one with the Jamie Foxx? Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise? Yeah. No, it was just, uh, that's collateral. Collateral, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. That's actually one of my favorite movies of yeah, all time. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of uh, of all like, times. He says, yeah. of all "Shit, Collateral, that was a badass." That's a, that's movie. a, that's a really high movie. top list for Sergio. Yeah. Guy. He's got shelves. Yeah. He's got mid tier. Cool movie. And I'm, but I'm trying to think though, like, what, uh, that movie did it have like prominent songs? Um, yeah, it had a uh, Sunday morning. 
I don't know if you Yeah, yeah. it's like Yeah, 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 yeah. On a Sunday morning That's right that's But that was like An emotional song Because that's the song That uh, his mom used to play to him That's right You get, that's the right. Hint, you get a hint of that Alright, so yeah. So like Every piece of that music Like was Something that he would listen to You know Like he would listen to it And a lot of people Are asking like Why is he always like Wearing like uh, Like earbuds Is he like the R word and he's like no he's just like really special you know oh, yeah, right. cause he got uh, I don't want to spoil it but you know it's a mechanism that he does and he just puts music on and we get to hear his music you know like oh, it okay. puts you into the world like, like in this is his, his world, world man you know? and it's a really dope movie before Kevin Spacey was weird let's not talk about Kevin Spacey come on Kevin <laughs> come on Kevin get it together bro Kevin Kevin <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's geez, such an excellent joke out of it, but that movie was fucking cool. I can't wait to see the actor in something else. Uh, I've seen him he in a couple a, of things. What else has he been in since then? Uh, you know, it was something recent that he was in, uh, but we'll talk about that later. I just want to say, just to find a word on it, like they have a good selection of uh, music. You know, you got different kinds of music. Bob man. and Earl, and then Funk the beginning, to classic, bell bottoms, Motown, fucking <sighs> punk, alternative. Wow. They got fucking, Queen in there. Uh, 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 Egyptian reggae, yeah. gypsy reggae. No, it's Egyptian. Egy- Egyptian yeah. reggae. Yeah. Dude, a bunch of stuff, bro. And it's really cool how they use that to tell the story. They use the music to tell the story. Yeah. It wow. goes from like very smooth, fine and dandy, like cool music to chaotic and fucking crazy. So the music is a very uh, that's the it's foundation the of it. Yeah, it's the foundation, foundation of it. Part. Wow. That's yeah. why you're gonna. A love lot of that it. Movie. Yeah, a lot of people have been comparing Honestly, it. Honestly, like, if I were out of all the movies we said that you haven't watched, you'll probably like that movie the most because the music plays such an important part yeah. in the movie. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's just like very. It's like, a character in itself. Yeah, the it's, music is a character in itself. Can I just say this? So yeah, it is a character in itself, yes. and it's a very, it's a very good foundation on this. Uh, it's a lot different movie. because we got mice and now, it's also sorry. yeah, it's also because like um, the editing has a lot to do with it because like every like the editing very much like the beat of the music like it goes with it you know it's yeah. like one shot the other shot yeah this shot it's, I'm it telling you it really beat. carries the story like yeah. you said it's the foundation of the film is yeah. the music itself yeah and even if it's not going on the music the editing is still but great it's in a lot like of ways way. what all the movies we talked yeah. about tonight were exactly that yeah the music is really the foundation of yeah it story. really yeah it really puts like a little uh mood to it it just gets that punch up for the movie i mean just really. watch imagine watching any of those movies or listening to any of those soundtracks and not having any imagery to go along with it or yeah. having to see just the imagery it's kind of hard to imagine cause... yeah with just seeing the movie itself but not listening to the soundtrack like yeah. no music with it just watching the movie yeah like it's not gonna be, the, be same, the same bro yeah. it's not gonna be the same that's the whole you're gonna imagine you're gonna imagine and what that's you saw. why this whole series belongs to itself episode one movie soundtracks baby yeah. and I think before we leave before we before we exit out of here I think we're gonna do a sip on this huh yeah yeah I actually kind of want to Put this out there. Should we do uh, honorable mentions as well? I was about to. Yeah, I was yeah, about to say. Yeah, let's do some honorable, like mentions, honorable mentions. But uh, I gotta right. use the restroom, so uh, I'll do that. Gotta there drain go. the main vein. Drain the main vein. All right, everybody, welcome back to our soundtrack episode. What's wrong with you? Uh, uh, uh sorry. 
Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, we just uh, poured ourselves another one. Uh, this time around, we got the Carl Strauss. Carlton. Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. The Oktoberfest. San Diego, California. You know it, baby. Um, 12 fluid ounces of 5% alcohol. And there you go. What do you think about it? Uh, let me step on it quick. Oh, wow. It's like really light. It's very like, it's a little sweet, actually. It's like on the sweet side. It's sweeter than the pumpkin. Yeah. I get that. Uh, <laughs> it literally tastes like pumpkin. <laughs> it's sweeter than the pumpkin. When I These branches are traded labels. It's like sweet. When I put it close uh, to like drink it, like um, I get like a honey smell. Yeah. From yeah, it. you're right, bro. Yeah. There's like a honey, malty. A little oh, bit of definitely malt. malty. Pumpkin-y. Yeah. I feel like I'm drinking a spice. a fancy old English. There's some spice. This beer to me would go good with um a fucking apple pie. How cliche can it be? Apple fucking pie or a pumpkin pie. Like, yeah, I was gonna say pumpkin pie. Yeah. This beer and a pumpkin yeah. pie would go really good together, right? It's like they would complement each other. Yeah. I guess. It's like a dessert beer almost. It is basically a dessert beer because it's uh, like yeah, but I, sweet. I, and it's you know like, what? Looking at this pumpkin ale and this Oktoberfest, like you would a, not... These these labels should have switched. Like, this one feels more of like the Oktoberfesty kind of... Yeah. I mean, I mean the more pumpkin-y... Sorry, like the pumpkin latte-y <laughs> kind of fest. And then the other one was more easy drinking, just blondy. Yeah, straight that's, through that's true because the Carl Strauss one it's like it's darker than the other one it's darker yeah. and you wouldn't think it would be darker seeing that it's like it has a sweeter taste to it it's so much lighter now just looking at the label like if you look at the label of the beers the Carl Strauss one it looks kind of more like oh shit you know you're going about to you're about to get into something with this yeah. one and then with the yeah, other one it just one, feels like a full like mouthful of dessert just going to your mouth the other one like, you get a nice little fuck. pumpkin little pumpkin patch yeah. oh it's got a nice little label on the side should I read it go ahead and read in it in the old timey voice what voice should I do throw some reverb oh you got voice <laughs> hello mid-sized brewing company of the year we brew this lager in tribute to the world's biggest beer party Vienna and Munich malts produce a deep golden color, nutty undertones, and toasted malt flavor characteristic of this renowned Bavarian beer style. Pearl hops imported directly from Hellratu, region of Germany, yield a smooth, balanced finish. This year's batch of Oktoberfest has arrived, and it tastes like we're in for quite a celebration. Prost. 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 That was actually pretty impressive. I was like, dude, you're just going to, like, stop midway. <laughs> I was leaving spaces for the periods and etc. You went for it, man. Good shit. Yeah, so, we're having way too much fun with the sound effects. Dude, this is what the sound effects are about. <laughs> Dude, uh, this beer is hit me more than the other one. Really? It's hitting me a little bit more. I think it's because this one's a little warmer right now. It's not as cold as the other one. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is because we didn't. Uh, we should throw some in the freezer. The freezer. Mr. Freezer. Mr. Freezer. Okay, let's go to uh, honorable mentions. There you go. So. Please cut out. There you go. <laughs> I am. Fuck you. I'm not. <laughs> you want a fucking number five over here. I know what's best. And you know what's best? Mm-hmm. All the honorable mentions <laughs> we're about to mention. Let's mention them. All right. So what do you got besides like uh, your top picks? Or what stands out for you for the soundtracks? Well, you did say Baby Driver already, which was a big one. Um, man, dude, there's a lot. There's a lot of different... I mean, Scarface, uh, Night at the Roxbury. I guess so. Night at the Roxbury, bro, had all the 90s EDM jams. All of them. And even some before that. Before yeah. EDM was EDM, they had Where those... did you go? Adonde? Ring, ding, ding, ding. Ooh, that shot. Yeah. I seen some of that movie. Dude, that movie they is really got on that shit. Yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And the soundtrack is epic for the time being. Mm-hmm. Dude, they, they were getting in that scene. You know, they were yeah. trying to be... You know, some shit like that, you know? Oh it was God. a great fucking movie. Great fucking... <laughs> for a comedy, the soundtrack was yeah. very to its time, bro. It was on point. You know, so I got an honorable mention that. Um, I mean, I could go into, like, soundtracks like Willy Wonka and fucking, so. you know, uh, Sweeney Todd and, like, stuff like that. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to leave it at that for today because I think those dogs will have their day. You know? Oh. Ooh. Oh. Welcome to Golden Craftcast. It's a podcast about wolves. And bees. And beers. What about you, man? What are your honorable mentions? Um, well, two that stick out in my head. One that I saw not too long ago, uh, mid-90s. Mid-90s, bro. They had Farside tracks yeah, in there. they got Farside. They got Headhunters. <laughs> they had Morrissey. Uh, oh, my God. Wu-Tang. It just like it's, and you it's know who directed that Jonah Hill Jonah Hill Jonah yeah Hill. so Jonah I actually Hill. seen that movie I did see and, that movie um, as well the, mo- the movie's cool very accurate so I seen it. to the <laughs> mid 90s time but the, I think the soundtrack for me in particular I was like oh what you're gonna play you know Souls what? of Mischief right now I'm really oh, yeah. proud that Jonah Hill was able to direct a movie about that era and represent it with the budget that he had yeah because even if it wasn't a big budget like fucking like he got the guys to work together he made that he made the relationship that you would have in the 90s with you know I'm getting too far into it but it's really good acting on the kids part and everything that happened it's like people got your back kind of vibe in the mid 90s that's what it was about now everybody's dirty fucking snakes motherfuckers you know who that kid was? Gotta watch out for the snake in the grass. Yeah. You know who that kid was? Who? Uh, he's the... Charlie little... from Willie Dwonka. No, he... Tra- no. He would have been way too fucking old. <laughs> no. <laughs> the new one. He would have been way too fucking old. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're still right. Yeah, exactly. Well, whatever. He's the kid that did the motion capture for God of War. He plays his son. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really? It. Yeah. 
tidbit sidecar sidecar that's the end of the sidecar <laughs> it's a cool sidecar though yeah. yo but I want to talk about the tracks that were on that movie yeah man it's just like one of those things it's like I actually saw the movie in theater and, and when I was hearing the tracks I'm like oh shit yeah. like you know you, you kind of get hyped to it and I feel like too the, the scenes in the movie like for example they're playing um, the song um, Watermelon Man from Headhunters and you know yeah. I remember that scene he was just tripping out you know, he was just having a good time. He's like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, yeah. And I was just like, dude, that, you know, it's really dope. But uh, a kid that age yeah. to experience right. that much in life. <laughs> you got to watch it. Let's not give him any spoilers, yeah. but definitely mid 90s has a good soundtrack, man. It really represents, I think, our era. And and I want to say there is a scene. I won't say where it's at, but um, it has a Morrissey track. And I'm a huge Morrissey fan. Like, that's... Like, yeah, you know, Catch him at the new wave. (laughs) Yeah, like the way how that was done, like how the song was introduced and the scene, uh, very memorable. But besides Midnight's, I have one more. It's a fucking classic. Go ahead. This is the time you say it. We got Superfly. Superfly. Yo, that soundtrack. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Curtis Mayfield. Genius. I did not mention that. That's fucking great. At least That's what I thought was going to be your first album. Yeah. You actually. know what? It, it, I bet if we brought Moon into this, it would be his. You know what? It probably would be. You know what? Moon might actually be on his way. We might okay. have to do a twofer on this. Ah, shit. Yeah, and... and um, I agree. Uh, Superfly, wow. <laughs> like, the, the way... How, and again, I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. But... Like the way how that that soundtrack is, oh man, the first track, just man, the theatrics on that, just right. oh shit, we're about to get into something, man. <laughs> it really brings it. Yeah, and and in that soundtrack, it it, it has its like high moments in in terms of like uh, it sounds like yeah. you know it's like an intense scene attention yeah there's moment. like yeah there's like titles where it says like you know freddy's dead or freddy's dead Ooh. like moments like that where it's just like pivotal most of moments of the fucking movie and they have it into soundtracks and stuff yeah i just remember just when i was listening to it i was like man like and curtis mayfield like that's you know no, man, the, 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 the mind he oh, has it's and, amazing yeah like, to think that he produced and made that specifically for that movie yeah. it's just like monumental you know it's just like people really get on that shit like oh this is this is the idea for the movie and then this guy's like bringing in like his uh, creativity and saying like you, you know I'm making this soundtrack especially for this movie you know yeah and it was just like fuck that's just fucking great and the the track that Manny was just seeing the Pusherman track the Pusherman <sighs> That one's a, <laughs> you know, it's it's you know it, it's crazy and um, yeah, there's a lot of what I like too is the the emotions you get from that soundtrack. You get like darker emotions, yeah, um, in some tracks, and you get other tracks that are like Which more positive, like, yeah, upbeat, it's like way more lighter. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, and and, and the, it's funny because like the soundtrack definitely has like that '70s sounding. Yeah. vibe you know a lot of the the sounds I mean, yeah, were, a, lot, a lot of wah yeah it was wah, produced wah in the 70s you yeah. know oh so yeah 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 like, definitely definitely but at the time what I'm trying to say is like uh, it, it, it made best 
with what the 70s pretty much was like known for yeah so if i like yo like what's the 70s like what do you think i was like yo superfly but they did it or curtis mayfield did it in a way it was like next level right and uh yeah definitely and you go um a lot of hip-hop artists like j cole right dr dre many others have used uh have used samples from that yeah there's just so many pieces you could go for it me myself i use it a lot because there's just so many pieces that uh curtis mayfield composed where i'm just like oh shit that that's a loop worth it worth it that's a loop. Worth like it. you just you just hear it like loop me yeah yeah it's, it's just like damn so I had, I had yeah. i had two that's yeah. that was my and honorable mentions when I think about soundtracks like I think about like the people that produce them like uh, most recently uh, I watched Black Panther and I forgot you know like uh, Lamar did Kendrick that Lamar, Kendrick Lamar produced a whole album you know well done too. and yeah and he was the right person to do it like all the way you it's know empowerment this is empowerment and stuff and I also think about like uh, well besides Tarantino like uh, Scorsese has a lot of like uh, mixes of different like uh, various artists like he uses a lot of like Rolling Stones and all that and he's just like using that music to like push like that narrative to be like more excited like yeah you're going into this life and like different tracks and stuff and one of the things that stood out for me is um uh, the Hannah soundtrack from the mid 2000s well the movie from the mid 2000s and it was produced and wait mid 2000s yeah it was produced by the Chemical Brothers which actually made a really good soundtrack out of that whole movie really it's just like very vibing just just very like unique in a way you know cause uh, one of the soundtracks that st- uh, stood out for me is called The Devil in the Details and it goes like and I remember like uh, I forgot who the artist was but I think it was like he uh, was a rapper and he actually sampled like that little tidbit like it goes and it sounds like a happy song but it's, that movie is actually pretty like um, very intense and just very like a little dark but yeah it's just like about like the spy just like um what's about this girl that got trained by a guy that uh she saw as her father and she's like an experiment and she's pretty much like a weapon and she's just like finding her way to get to her dad and she's like trying to do different countries and all that shit and that whole soundtrack just like kind of made it like seem uh, like I said, pretty moody and just very like uh, it displays like a lot of uh, emotions on it. Really, I mean, a lot of these movies that we mentioned yeah. obviously have the emotion, and I think right. a lot of the emotion comes because of the fucking soundtrack. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like it's just like a part of their world. Um, another mention that I want to say is like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Because music is, like, very much prominent, like, in Star-Lord's, like, freaking playlist. Because he got taken away by aliens. He brought it back. (laughs) Yeah, he got got taken away by aliens. He brought the music back. And all that music was, like, from his mom's, like, playlist. Well, not only that, I think little kids that watch that movie, too, are like, oh, I really like that song and stuff like that. So it's kind of introducing them to, like, older music that are hits that, you know, they don't really play in a lot of other movies. You don't hear that kind of music. Yeah, you don't. It's like, yeah, it's... Dude, like they played out. Earth, Wind, and Fire. They played like a bunch of dope tracks. Yeah, they brought a lot of stuff. And there's some songs that I just like, even before, like, because I remember I lined up to like go watch that movie and I played the um, 
the song that they had in the trail is like, ooh, I got a feeling. I got I'm so in love with you. That was badass. My favorite track was that 10cc. Yeah. Uh, the I'm not in love. You know, that. that yeah. And they brought it harder on the second one, too. Yeah, yeah. Dude. dude. You didn't think that they were going to cool. bring a volume two, but they did. And they was hard. The fact that they call it volume two just. They called it volume two. It speaks volumes. Sorry. Amy. <laughs> 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 it's not here it's <laughs> but yeah uh, just wanted to mention those uh, two movies and then good honorable mentions that. everybody I think we may have gone a little bit more in depth than we should have but hey I liked it just like this beer right now it's really hitting the fucking spot huh <laughs> I guess so it's it's a, think? I think it's a creeper because yeah. in my head I was just like oh it's cool it's sweet oh it's sweet it's sweet. nice oh Hedges up shit to sure. <laughs> yeah. oh shit this is getting to me oh no help help it's 5% Right. Um, Let's go on to sip, sip on, on this. this. Sip on this. Some sip wait. on this. Sip on. Change the effect. Not the other one. You have to press it. Sip, sip on this. 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 Wait, that, Wait, was, that it. was it. God damn it, come on. Come on. Oh. See, that's what that sound is. That is all. So yeah, I tripped the fuck out. We had to out. get it out. We yeah, had to we get did. it out. The sip on this, okay? Sip on this. What do you got, Serge? I know you're aching. Am I aching? Yeah, I feel it. I feel it in your bones. I mean, in my bones. Aching. I mean, shaking. I have a boner. I mean, what? Oh, shit. Did you watch that movie? <laughs> oh, I did a boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, boners like uh, you a mistake. Know, a it's mistake. like a mistake. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like a mistake. That was a stupid ass movie. That was what I was gonna use for my sip on it. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well talk about it. Go now. ahead. Yeah. Fucking Hubie Hubie Doobie. <laughs> Hubie Duval. Hubie, you peaked. One more time. Hubie Duval. It's Hubie Dubois. Dubois. It's uh, Adam Sandler's newest movie on Netflix, and it's a Halloween comedy, and it has a lot of people in it. Um, Shaq being one of them. Oh, uh, Sha- Shaq Diesel. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone that we mentioned in 
one of our last episodes, the gangster episode, episode 20. Who? Get it? Ray, Ray Liotta. Liotta. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it too. And then he's an guess, guess who else? <laughs> Rob Schneider's in it. Yeah, briefly. They all have cameos, bro. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi's in it. Rob Schneider's the guy from The Animal and Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Yeah. And then... Uh, um, they actually had the girl from Happy Gilmore reprise. Um, the girl from Modern Family. Yeah. That's actually one? the girl from Happy Gilmore. Really? Yeah. I just found that out. I was no. like... What the fuck? Yeah, she looks, like, she looks familiar, way. but it was like... Oh, it is from Modern Family, but also like, oh, it's that girl from Dude, no his way. love interest. Yeah, this is love interest from the. Well, listen to me. He fucking played <laughs> a hilarious fucking role in that movie. That movie was fucking. You could watch it over again and catch spots where you're like, what the fuck? And have laughs in between because it's that kind of movie where you just got to like take it for what it is. It's not trying to be serious at all. It's not. And it's just off the fucking wall. It's a family movie. Yeah. I think it's like a good family movie that's pretty funny. Kind of scary, but it's not scary. It's like comedic scary. I don't know about scary. It's not scary, <laughs> it's but not it's scary. like it's like they try to put the music in there to try to be, sus- to be suspenseful, you know? Yeah. But it's just a fucking it's a comedy you know it's fucking hilarious and the my favorite part is he has spoiler alert okay spoiler alert oh, oh shit um he has this little fucking canteen that he says is like a swiss army thing and it can do everything it's like it's like he's like inspector gadget with that shit it's like a flashlight and a fucking hook and like all kinds of shit it's <laughs> fucking stupid thing. it's so stupid but it's, it's so like stupid. yes he's gonna make this movie <laughs> he's gonna do it i mean he has a contract with but Netflix, look but this is the so. thing is within that movie they made a memorable character and if you have the canteen and the green jacket and the mustache you yourself can be Hubie Dubois this Halloween oh I might do it I might be Hubie yeah, yeah. I might be Hubie you might be Hubie yeah, I'm gonna get the boner <laughs> <laughs> we all make boners in our lifetime we did sorry really you gotta big watch boners. the movie it's not a sexual reference it's uh it's according to the movie <laughs> so just so you know you gotta sip on this yeah I gotta sip on this sip so on this Blumhouse Ooh. The masses of horror yes. of modern his uh, modern, modern era. A modern era horror. Modern era horror. Um, they decided to put all their projects on Amazon Prime and making a series of movies. And I seen uh, uh, at least two. I'm not finished with the second one. But the first one that I watched, I truly believe is going to be the best one because it really got to me. And Please that's just called. Eye. It's not called Evil Eye. Okay. Because I was looking forward to Evil Eye. It's not Evil Eye. Which one is it? It's called Nocturnal. Okay. I saw this. Okay, so Blumhouse... <laughs> Can I just talk about this? Yeah, but I'm just, I just want to fill people in on Blumhouse real quick. Okay. So Blumhouse were the same guys that made... Um, Get Out. Get Out. Us. They made Us. They made um, Insidious. Yeah. Right? Right. Yo. They made a lot of like paranormal Dude. activity, I think, too. What's up? Thousand dollar room mention I also had Insidious. Yeah. Because who Okay. That shit made it spooky. As but fuck. that's what I'm saying. That's the same company. So what they did is they actually did a collaboration with Amazon Prime and they made four different movies. Actually it's more, way through. more than that. Oh really? Yeah, it's a list. But they're also wow. making the craft 
uh, the craft legacy i don't know if you ever seen so the they have a collaboration yeah. now but yeah that's this crazy. is the this is the this is the movie he's talking about that's really good yeah that came like nocturnal like really got to me because it's a movie about like a a girl and uh her she's actually a twin and she doesn't look like her twin. so she's like a non-fraternal uh twin paternal paternal no it's fraternal I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> just put the peanut. In. But she's just, just like um, both her and her sister are actually like going to music school, and they basically want to have like a spot. Basically, they just want to get the uh, spotlight, and they want to get recognized for like their musical talent because like throughout their whole lives they've been training to like be musicians and this girl in particular she's very introverted and she's not like her sister and like her sister's been like the one that's always gotten like everything her way and stuff and at this point yeah and at this point she finds like a mysterious books this mysterious like booklet and i'm not going into spoilers or anything but it changes her life her whole perspective on how she she sees things and it's almost like um like she's going through like a whole prophecy and she's really like lining up to like um going down to the world to like uh being great you know and she's goes through some problems and some issues and she's very complex about it you know tries to deal with her own issues. yeah and she's like really dealing with a lot of issues and she's very an anxious person okay and you know she's really she's really ambitious she really wants to like be great and it really speaks a lot about like uh because they play music uh classical musicals like mozart and beethoven and all that and they have a whole yeah they have a whole theme about like what's going to happen to this generation with like um classical music because it's slowly fading away you know and it kind of speaks about like um about greatness and legacy and just having to like um like how are you gonna like uh make your mark in your life like you want to be this great right. person you know right and that's it's what it really speaks to me movie. yeah it's a very it's a challenging, challenging movie. movie it takes a lot of artistical like choices on the matter um how's it's, the cinematography because i know it's, it's be pretty awesome. yeah it's pretty great actually and i mean shout out to jason blum like he's just making some great product out there and year after year he's been kicking yeah. ass with us with all of this, he just has to, like the right people. With Halloween, yeah, he has the right. Also in yeah, of the last Halloween, the reboot, they were in charge of Halloween. Yeah, they just have the right people to like actually produce, and he knows like what's good. You know, he knows what's good out there and stuff. But yeah, um, just before I'm gonna close this, uh, one of the things that made me smile was that uh, I found an Easter egg in, in that movie, and anyone who's like a Mars Volta fan. Uh, there's a little, there's a little Easter egg right there. I'm not gonna mention it, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. And if you guys uh, catch it, like hit me back up. <laughs> hit but, us up on a uh, Golden Craft Cast IG or a Golden Craft Run at gmail.com. And then uh, if you're interested in some dope tunes, you can always hit our homie up anonymous. That's right. Yeah. So you can find me on uh, Kick Snare Hat. You got some T's in there. You got three, three T's. T's. Those three and, T's, uh, yeah, yeah, man. We 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 got some beats. Yeah. So that's my sip on this. I'm gonna go over to Dennis. Well, go that. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, my sip on this is is not as accessible. 
But I would say if you have the opportunity uh, to do what I'm going to do next weekend is um, I'm going to go check out uh, Thundercat and Hannibal Beerus. Ooh, yeah. I, I feel kind of fly when I'm sitting next to you. But <laughs> and um, and the, the thing is, like, um, I was a little apprehensive at first, you know, to yeah. check it out is because it a drive-in? it's a drive. And but then, how much is it per car? I think it's like, over, huh? Yeah, it's, it's like a hundred. It was, it was a hundred. But you split now it. Now it's like three hundred. I mean, but like, hey, how was, many more seats you got? Shit, hey, just again. Hey, you got two more seats. I'll, get, I'll pay you. Get in the trunk, brother. Shit. Hey. Can I go in the trunk? I don't mind. I'm Mexican. <laughs> um. <yeah. laughs> there you go. Yeah, but uh, my thing is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big Thundercat fan, and um, Hannibal Buress. Um, I, I seen a couple. Well, especially with He's the, on Eric, the Eric Andre. Show. I was about to say yeah. the Eric yeah. Andre show, and uh, I'm, I'm wait, very, Hannibal, right? Hannibal Buress, yeah. Yeah, so, he was in Broad City. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested just to see his uh, his stand up. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, I thought about I was like, okay, so we're in this pandemic. You know, it, it seems like you know we kind of want to be optimistic and have like you know the end of the light type of scenario. Kind of doesn't look that way, to be honest. And and I feel like as far as the show. Um, yeah. I think this is just as close as I'm gonna get. Yeah. In a long well. yeah. in a long time, so I feel like you know what I think. You know, I kind of want to experience at least the drive through show. I feel kind of fly when I'm next to you. But you know what? You know what? Honestly, made a big impression on me with Thundercat was how collaborative he was on Mac Miller's last album. Oh yeah, man. Right. They fucking did that shit. I actually want to listen to that right now. To fucking Mac and the rest of the companies. Dude, but speaking on, on Thundercat, like, yeah, man, that, that you, you speak about a collaborative Dude, I mean, effort. He's one of the few artists that is actually trying to push a concert during this shit. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. Right, rightfully I mean, lot, so, because but, I, yeah. I feel like... You know, his, the album that he just put out um, it is what it is. It deserved a full on tour. It deserved like American dates, uh, European, just yes, full absolutely. on. It, wow. And, and I feel like, I think his songs, like, you know, listening to the record, it's, it's a lot of fun songs. There's some songs that are kind of emotional. And you kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's just needed. Yeah. And it needs to be played out like now. And I feel. You know, I, I just want to have the opportunity like, hey, you know what? I went through a drive-thru show. I might like it. I might hate it. But that's just my option was at the at the you know, at this point because of a pandemic. Right. So I think that um, overall, I think it's going to be a fun experience regardless because it's Thundercat. I right. know there's going to be some shit. I know like his visuals are going to be fucking crazy as hell. You know? Oh, Dude, yeah. you gotta take Especially if you have Hannibal there. That's a crazy collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably itself. if I get those trunk seats, I'll be able to at least catch oh, a glimpse. Shit. Yeah, let me get the Mexican special on that bitch, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, and I kind of want to talk a little bit more about the, the Thunder, like, Thunder Camp because, um, you know, you mentioned Mac Miller and, you know... Uh, He's just been all across the board, man. Like yeah. he, with Uchi's, yeah, Kai Uchi's. Uh, his early days, he was um, a touring member for Suicidal Tendencies. He was really? playing for a punk what? band. 
What the hell? Him and his brother, Ronald Bruner <laughs> Jr. His bro- his brother, who his brother has a drummer. <laughs> That's so weird. Next level. Right. Oh, no, but it, it, it looks cool as fuck. Like, it's yeah. Thundercat. He has a little bandana on, just fucking rocking now, just killing uh, it. Do, 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 I believe it. Yeah. Killing it, dude, for, for suicide tendencies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, come on. Of course, the Flying Lotus collabs that. Dude, I mean, listen to me. legend bro he's a gta legend that's gta video game soundtracks that's another episode <laughs> that's how i got introduced by thundercat that's we're gonna throw you another one at you right there for soundtracks is video game soundtracks Ooh. i don't know it's oh, not that much I, I already got one in There's the top of the head but we're gonna have to save you know that. which we're was the gate we're gonna put we're it in the cupboard that. put it yeah. in the cupboard i'm just no nah, i'm just gonna say this uh the needs for speed that we got for this october for the oh, ps plus let's save that let's save that yeah right there let's mm-hmm. save no that, that soundtrack is gay I'm just gonna say that. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we're ending this show. Thanks for joining us on Golden Craftcast. And let me tell you, before we leave, I just want to say shout out to all my homies that have been listening to the podcast and the people overseas. Yeah. Thank you to the people overseas. Wow, you sound really fucking excited, Sergio. I am very excited. <laughs> That's his excited voice, everybody. Don't worry about him. You know, I, I, I just want to put this out there um, as someone that you guys have as a guest, like myself. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really dope that you guys, uh, you know, I've seen how you guys are trying to push out as many episodes as you can yeah. at the moment and see, like, you know the topics that you guys are are doing. I feel like there's a, uh, I feel like there's a lot of people that could find interest yeah. and they could also like learn right. something more than. They, yeah, that's they, what it's all about. We're yeah, trying to be so, persistent and bring people that know the topic uh, very well. Like, yeah, it's and, very correlates with yeah. like what and we're talking definitely. about. Yeah. And um, so, hey, shout out to you guys, uh, both yeah, of you guys you. for yeah, for really appreciate that, man. Yeah, so because uh, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of things that I learned, you know. I'm gonna take back. I'm like, oh shit! Like, now I need to see Baby Driver. Now I need to see Tron. Like now, yeah, like, just recommending a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know? and and you know, it's I mean, that's really, what it's all about. We just talk about the craft, things that we like about, and you know, throw a shout out to where we throw it our way. You know, look, but this is the most beautiful part. Is this series? is a lot of different vibes. This is multi-generational. You know, I mean, we've talked about stuff that happened in the 70s. We talked about stuff that happened in the uh, 2000s, early 2000s. And, you know, the thing is, is music is always going to stick with us. And I feel like this series, if you're really interested in music or you're a musician, I think that these episodes, when you see them, are going to be a cool beacon for you to kind of, you know, just get in the conversation about this stuff. Maybe have a beer with us and, uh, you know, vibe out. Okay, last tidbit. Miles Davis actually made a whole album for a movie. <laughs> you <Wait>. fucking cocksucker. <laughs> I said it to you, bro. Yeah. What was the movie? I didn't think no, it was wait. like a French movie. It is, yeah. Yeah. 
and it was really always black and white. Yeah. It's called Le Nu Nua. It came out, did it come out in the 40s? Yeah, it's called Miles Davis on Seru Puru Le Shuk. Let me see. Let me see. Let me read it. It's actually called like, Left to see. the Gallows. Let me see it. That was the name of the movie in English. Let me see it. Let me see it. how it's pronounced in French. Let me see it. Let me see it. I could pronounce it. Let me see. Check out this poser. A sensu boulou ushu food. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it by the English name. Le Chiffon, Lift to the Gallows. Yeah. Which was made in the 40s, and he actually produced the whole. You can't play it. <laughs> That's it. Yo. <laughs> well, thanks guys for having me. I'm about to drain the main vein. Hey man, thank you for all the listeners out there that are really trying to, you know, get a feel for what a podcast is and figure it out. Man, we got a lot to talk about here, and we got more guests coming your way. We got something that you know you're looking forward to in Oktoberfest. What is that? Our next episode? Horror movies. Horror movies. Horror movies. Okay, yeah, that's enough of that. Okay, so uh, horror episode next week. We got another Oktoberfest beer. We don't know what it's going to be. Don't keep us hasty. Give us some call-outs. Give us some comments on our Instagram at GoldenCraftCast. On Instagram, GoldenCraftCast. On Instagram and, uh, again, Gmail at GoldenCraftRun at gmail.com. All right, so that does it for this episode. Thank you for listening, y'all. Love, peace, and grease. There you go. Shout out to uh, Dennis for joining us again tonight. Love and peace. Fuck the police. Okay. There you go. Good night, everybody. Meow! Helicopter. Oh, no, they heard us. <laughs>